0: Show. <laughs> That's right, folks. Welcome in. Welcome back, folks. I got you on that one, didn't I? It isn't always Irish. It's always Irish's brother on the intro. Look at that mixing it up on you. Same face, different delivery, kind of. Welcome in. Welcome back, folks, to a Always Irish is on Vacation. Weird things are running through my head. Ohio State Edition of the Always Irish on Vacation show. As always, you can find the program on YouTube. Do it. Subscribe if you haven't yet. Appreciate it very much. Give the video a thumbs up. I appreciate that as well. Notifications on. You and I both know why. That way you're alerted every time a new episode drops. You don't want to miss it. Twitter, search for always Irish Rat. Always Irish Ink. Emails, always Irish India, gmail.com. Audio only, anywhere you want me, you can locate me. The Cowlin Lads. 312 988 15. You tell Johnny, oh, you've heard and seen about Notre Dame football. As soon as I get back from this sweaty Florida weather, we're going to have a lot to discuss. I got shows to make up, hours I lost with you fine people. I, I feel bad. We got to get back in the mix. We'll do it as soon as I'm back. Remember, fighting Irish Wire. Type it in your Google machine every day. Read about Notre Dame football from yours truly. Nick Shepkowski, my chen, our, our fabulous staff over there. Check it out every day to get your Notre Dame fix. Also, don't forget, folks, Sunday, July 9th. It is Sam Hartman's first public Notre Dame NIL signing at Forever Young Sports, hosted by, sponsored by, you guessed it, the Always Iris show. Come out there on July 9th, everybody. We're gonna have a great day. Talk Notre Dame football. Meet Sam Hartman, get an autograph. Wish him good luck in South Bend for the year. Everybody better be there. ForeverYoungSportsCards.com. Go ahead and get your tickets now. Look at the timing, the details of the day. Make sure you do that. I can't wait to meet you guys. I want to see people I already know that are there to support the cause for Notre Dame football. And I want to meet some new people. I'm very excited about it. Uh, Very humbled to be involved and happy to be the sponsor of this event to support Sam and our boys. Okay, so... Here's the deal, everybody. I'm in Florida this week, as you all know. I'm out of my normal routine. Got to play a little golf in the morning here. Not too bad for as little golf as I play lately, um, by the way. But I'm in foreign territory. I'm out of my comfort zone. I'm out of my studio. I'm out of the Midwest. I'm out of my routine. And what I've found is, when that is the case, how and what I think gets altered. I'm in a different, even just being in a different physical place, it changes the way I think about things. It changes what triggers in my mind of what to think about. It's just weird, you know, but you're out at these bars and it's a Florida bar and it's called the swamp and it's this and that, like, it just, being out of my element is changing the way I'm I'm thinking and looking about things. This isn't an on-off switch, you guys. I can't come down to Ford and just turn off always Irish and and my Notre Dame ness. It doesn't go away. There's no turning that off. And so it's 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 making me think of things differently. It's wild in a way. Um, but being in a different physical location making my brain trigger different signals or something. It's wild. And I've been thinking and talking to family about this year and Notre Dame and Sam Artman and Freeman, Captain Jack retiring, the new AD, all this kind of stuff. And I've come up with a couple couple things we need to discuss. Here's number one. Rough year for Marcus Freeman in every single way, year one absolutely freaking brutal ignore this guy they're mowing the golf fairway or around the green over here I hear him I'm sorry if that's loud try and ignore maybe you can't hear it but it's bugging me rough year for Marcus Freeman year one here's how I think about this there's two ways to view it on the field off the field on the field he lost his starting quarterback before they even played two full games And even if he played the whole year, Freeman didn't know whether he was going to be good or how good or how he would develop or anything. But we didn't even get to that point to be able to find out what Buckner was available to do, was able to do. He didn't get through two full games and he lost his starting quarterback year one taking over for Notre Dame. That is the worst case scenario in every single way for a first time head coach, Notre Dame coach. Worst case scenario I could think of is losing your starting quarterback before you even play two full games. And last August, when we were looking at previewing the season, the number one thing I said, the number one bullet point of all of last year being anything remotely that resembles a success. The number one bullet point was not only does Hartman have to be healthy all year, he has to get incrementally better each week and trend up. We never even got that far to figure it out. Two weeks and the guy was done. So that's number one. On the field. The worst possible thing that could happen to any head coach. In any year of his tenure. Let alone week one happened. You lost your quarterback. Screwed City, USA. Bad deal. Bad luck. Bad deal. Now. That's on the field. And it put us behind the eight ball before we even played two games. Then off the field it hurts it hurts recruiting you thought you had those five stars you had the cherries on top you had a, a a guy as a freshman that could play as a safety that you loved. you could have him returning punts you thought you had a guy coming off the edge sacking the quarterback and getting after it as a freshman and then all the people that said john don't worry about dante he's a silent and he's just going to Oregon to be nice to them, but he's a Notre Dame silent, John. Don't worry about it. John, you, I heard this every day. John, you worry too much, relax. Dante's a silent to Notre Dame. There ain't nothing to worry about. Here we are. He didn't even end up at Oregon. He switched after he switched from us, he switched somewhere else. So on the field, You were buying the eight ball before you even played a game and a half. That is an absolute disaster nightmare. Off the field, Freeman's ace, Freeman's trump card was the elite recruiting. And we thought we had three cherries on top and you got zero out of the three. And that's brutal. That is absolutely brutal. So on the field and off the field, nightmare just bad it was a rough first year in those two main ways so I was thinking about that what an absolutely brutal start and what that has led to is extra fan anxiety extra worries extra questions about all of it on the field off the field uh I thought Freeman was here to do elite recruiting, but we're not getting the top level of the top level guys, whatever. By the way, I'm out of my routine, but somebody texted me and said, I think it was Adam Dowling, and told me that Cam Williams lost his five-star status. It doesn't surprise me. You commit to Notre Dame, there's not a lot of drama. Guess what you do? You drop in the rankings. That's just how they're going to play it with Notre Dame. I don't understand it. I don't respect it. I don't know why. But I don't know what that kid's done in the middle of the summer with no games to deserve dropping. I don't understand it, but it seems to be a trend with our guys. Um, but those struggles in year one on the field and then the brutal nature of what happened to the top end of that recruiting class off of it, they've really led to a lot of questions about where this is all at, what to expect in year two, the Freeman era, the elite recruiting that was promised and a, his biggest feature, all of that. And it really got me thinking, what can level some of this out? What can set the ship sailing in a positive direction, calm Irish fans' nerves, make recruits look at Notre Dame in a better way, and kind of stabilize things after what was a very tumultuous year one. I couldn't think of one more tumultuous than what we had on and off the field. And I'm just sitting here in the hot Florida sun thinking, what can level this all out? What can answer these questions? There's only one answer. From every single angle I think of this, no matter how I want to analyze it, there's only one answer Notre Dame's got to beat Ohio State. That's it. You got to beat Ohio State, you got to have it. It is the one thing that can solve all these issues as far as on the field and having more respect for what you're doing on the field, winning the big games, changing that narrative. There's only one thing that could do that early this year. It's beating Ohio State. The other thing is, think about recruiting. Notre Dame overlaps with Ohio State, a Midwestern power. I know Michigan's on the rise with their recruiting and their high school schedule. They play whatever. But there's only one thing that changes this narrative that nobody can take away from you, and it's beat the oil state. Not playing them close and losing close. Not, we almost beat them. Not, oh, we didn't get blown out. Bullshit. Be a oil state. It's the only answer. There is no other answer. Be the oil state. You gotta have it. This is why Sam Hartman came to Notre Dame, not to dick around, to win games like this. This is why Sam Hartman's here is to win games like this one. They come to your place. They got a young, inexperienced QB. They got people breathing down their coaches' neck saying what he's doing isn't good enough. You got to find a way to win this game. I don't care what it looks like. I don't care how you do it. I don't care how it feels. I don't care how it looks. you got to win this damn game. And no matter how much I tell myself, I think I'm scaring the neighborhood here. We're going to get a message from the Home Owners Association. It doesn't matter how much I tell myself to relax and look at the big picture and step back and not be so hyperbolic or whatever. It doesn't matter. Every road leads me back to the same thing. You got to beat Ohio State. You have to. That's why Sam Hartman was brought here to win that game. Not for him to be a sixth year guy and you're losing to them on a guy playing year one. That's not what we're here to do. That's not why Hartman's here. If you can't beat them when they have a year one quarterback and your guy's in his sixth year, what are we even doing this for? This is why this guy is here, is to win this ball game. Get it done. I don't care what it looks like. I don't want a close loss. I don't want we didn't get blown out. I don't want we hung in there. I don't want any of that bullshit. Win this damn game. If you do, it does two things. It sets the track for next year in the right direction. And it also opens up your recruiting. I don't care what anybody says. It's going to open eyes if you're able to beat these guys at your place. It's going to open doors. Phone calls are going to come in. You just got to have it, you guys. You just straight up, you got to have it. You got to have this game. It's That damn big. And I understand. I understand the pressure Ohio State fans and media are all putting on Ryan Day to get this game, too. Ryan Day's in a tough spot. He's looking at a two-game losing streak to Michigan going on three, maybe. There's a lot of pressure on Ohio State. They feel that they need this game, too. But you know what? They have enough credibility already in the bag of elite recruiting and elite results and whatever recently Way more than Notre Dame has, and definitely more than Freeman has. He has nothing after last year as far as elite credibility. You got to get this one at home. I don't give a shit what color green you're wearing. Win the game. Pick any color green jerseys you want. Win the game. I don't care what it looks like, I don't care how you have to do it. You got to win this game. It's the only way to write these ships. There is no other path. This cannot be the two Georgia games where we were supposed to just bow down to Kelly because he didn't get blown out. The standard needs to be higher than that. Especially when they have a quarterback on year one and yours is year six. If you can't win that game at home, what are we doing here? What is all this for then? I ain't here for that. So you got to have it. You got to have it. It's the only way. I've looked at every angle of this for Freeman to get more credibility and for the fans to be able to relax more and feel comfortable with where this is at both on the field and in the recruiting trail. All of that. You have USC and Clemson later, but Ohio State comes first. You got to have it. It is your first national test. Notre Dame needs to have it. Freeman needs to have it for on the field purposes and recruiting. I don't, it, it is a bad look for you to have a sixth year quarterback that you brought in here trumping a young guy we all feel bad for and wanted to see him get his time and he had bad luck and bad injury. It was his time. And you decided to go out and bring this guy in instead. It's to win games like this. Otherwise, there's no damn point in bringing this guy in here. It's for this type of game. You got to have it. Getting Hartman, a six-year guy, putting him in this dynamic, is pushing all your chips in. You have no leeway to lose lose these games with the six-year quarterback going against the year one quarterback. You don't have that leeway. You can't lose that game. At home, I don't green, whatever you're going to wear, I don't care. Find a way. It's that important to getting this all heading in the right direction and changing some of these Notre Dame narratives. you got to, got to have it. Freeman needs it. It's why Hartman is here. Moments like this. I don't care what it looks like. You have to win this game. If you're not going to beat Ohio State at your place, when you have a six-year guy and they have a year one guy at the most important position in individual sports, what are we doing here? What are we doing here? And what does that say about the entire operation and the depth and the roster and the coaching and the development of everything else? If you can't get it done with the six-year signal call, they're going against the year one guy at our place at night. If you can't find a way to win it, what you're going to have problems. And it's just going to fester more questions and 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 everything. It's going to affect recruiting. The fans are going to question Freeman if he's got the chop. All of that. You got to have this if you're Notre Dame. I don't care what it looks like. There's no way for me to analyze all this and not come to the same conclusion. You absolutely have to win that game if you're Notre Dame. You just have to because of the circumstances you are in. You got to get it and there is no we tried we didn't get blown out we we gave them a good game we you know we could have won uh you know one play makes the difference and we fell short uh no no we did that for two georgia games and gave kelly tr- uh medals for trying and not getting blown out and all that it ain't good enough here win 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 have a good one